It has been several hours since Smith had proposed a... a strong plan uh, toward Brother Sykes, as Brother Sykes said that he would take some time to try to figure out any sort of way that this plan would work. It is later in the evening. Smith has joined Brother Sykes in the void quarter, the monolith that dances among the others, its brothers and sisters of these spires of the Flaris Academy. And they would then land on a dais for the students from within the rocks underneath this uh, artificial sea within this pocket dimension where the residents would uh, come out and then enter into their classes and lectures depending on which quarter and class they are heading toward. But in the void spire, there is uh, two minds working in tandem, trying to figure out what it is that they will do next. I think Brother Sykes, uh, Brother Sykes is still sort of going through some of his pages and some of the uh, books, and um, you notice that there is a bit of um, what's the word? Um, there is a embossed pages that he's sort of reading through. Um, different uh, arcane runes have been punched upward through the, um, through this. One moment. Uh, through this, uh, some of the pages, giving this a tactile, a tactile feel for uh, someone who may have trouble seeing. Though it does seem interesting, because there has been moments throughout this series where we have seen uh, Brother Sykes look toward things and notice things as if he was a person who could see with his eyes and have a full vision. Uh, whether it is uh, something you know, Smith, as uh, blind sight, where some people can utilize the, uh, the, the, the sixth, um, or that, that fifth element, and maybe even a sixth sense, sense toward uh, feeling that uh, fifth element being the spell wind. There could be something, a correlation between the two. Nevertheless, Brother Sykes is flipping through some pages. There is still ink and such, and it is a little bit hard for you to read because you're mainly looking at the shadow of the embossment uh, of what there would be to read as, uh, as Brother Sykes is rubbing his fingertips across uh, some of these books. And uh, he turns... And he looks at you and says, I think I know of something we can do. It's a bit dangerous, though. Well, I didn't exactly expect this to be easy in the first place. No, no. I mean, 
nearest that I could tell, at least with this idea, was that if we... All of the runes that we use to to create a teleportation circle all have a purpose. They all are there. They're instructions, essentially, for, um, for this uh, teleportation to take place. You're connecting a point to another point, right? And with Flayers Academy, uh, it works in a similar way in, in the fact that it's in a different place, but it's also someplace else. So it's similar. Um, is it between the two? Have, how, how does this work exactly? How does, how does Fleerus stay where it is and not go back to where it was? Hmm. Give me one second. I'm just going to try to fix something here. Oh, isn't that it? The nearest that I could figure out, I mean, without knowing the exact math and whatnot that's that's involved with keeping flares here or seeing however that spell is maintained or or organized or, or written or however it was done in the first place, the nearest that I could guess is that there is some kind of tether. There is something that is keeping it here as opposed to moving it back to where it was or... We are... The, the Hearth is the tether for Flairus, and Flairus is here, and we are connected to Flairus in some way. Yes. It has nothing to do with Hearth. Right. There is a... There is a, uh, a theory that um, the way Flaris is able to uh, be in uh, this uh, the position that it is inside of this own uh, folded uh, dimension of... Uh, give me a second here. I'm trying to fix audio and roleplay at the same time, and it is screwing me up. Um, hold on. Let's see if I can... So... I mean, that's, that's at least what I've figured out. So I imagine... Thing. If what we are doing here is the same thing as creating another Flairus or connecting it to another place with a tether, if we can use it like a teleportation circle, it's a point A and a point B, as long as we cut the tether on either side or both sides, then it should go someplace else. At least that's the nearest that I can tell. Right. So that's what I'm thinking that we can do. Because if you look at this device and what's happening here with the Tears of Geolune, uh, then I think that's kind of what's happening. They're, they're going someplace else, but they're also here. So they have a tether. And we have to be able to to get rid of that tether, or enact some kind of spell that makes it so that the tether is—it's not—it's difficult to wrap my head around it. But it, it, if we can set it up in a way that the tether is disrupted, or there is another spell that makes it so that the 
both places exist, but it doesn't know that the original place exists. We can, we can make it so that the castle at Evervale is completely, it's, it's gone. It's just gone and it's not hidden. Right. There is a, my theory is this. Unfortunately, I'm not entirely sure how uh, we will be able to uh, do this without it being, uh, without it being the secrecy of Flaris Academy may be sacrificed. If there is any way to harness the powers and the crystals of Geolune, the tears of Geolune, are in a prismatic uh, quality that uh, can usually be, uh, the, 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 the prisms itself uh, are uh, vibrate in a way that could uh, utilize and uh, refract uh, the mere breezes of the spell wind into uh, another transfer of energy. Uh, almost like uh, uh, transforming um, uh, wind into uh, some sort of, um, uh, what were the notes that you were telling me about, about uh, Blue Falls, yes? The, um, uh, the, the, uh... The notes? Yes, um, uh, with, um, uh, the, the celery, yes? Uh, with the, with the, with the... The technology on top of the cliff sides. Uh, the spell sails. Yes, that was it. The spell sails. The, um, my theory is this. Uh, we could utilize whatever, uh, whatever she was uh, able to uh, devise using these crystals and uh, the, uh, with uh, Geolune to be able to The way Flaris is sitting where it is now is because uh, we... Uh, there are several anchors, much like you have mentioned, that are uh, holding us in suspense in this projected reality uh, where we uh, can exist. Okay, so does Flaris exist? Did it? Let me rephrase that. Very well. Before it was made into a, a, a place where we go, did it exist on Hearth before, or did we travel from Hearth to someplace else? Hmm. Again, one more time. Well, my point is, where was Flavus originally? Was Flavis it a s- was in the uh, was in the the murmur? What is the murmur? The murmur is uh, the uh, the murmur is the morning, uh, the morning sea. It's uh, dwarvish. It's the um, the eastern. You would know this. It is the eastern uh, sea 
uh, it's the sea eastern and the waterway eastern of the spine. The canal from the Jade Sea uh, passes into the Merma, or the Merma, excuse me, which is uh, named by dwarves. Um, I'm just going to see if I can change a little bit of this and hopefully get some better sounding audio from us. So it did ex- it did exist on Hearth. Yes, yes. So it existed on Hearth, and then it was sent someplace else. It it, it is not a part of Hearth anymore, or does it still remain a part of Hearth? If we were to remove the uh, crystals and the anchors and the, the tears of Geolune, it would then uh, shimmer back into Hearth itself. It is being projected right. through space and time somewhere else. If we so were that... to then, much like, um, uh, you see the candle here, and he points to the candle on the table, uh, and uh, it's, it, I don't know why I need to show you this, but it's just much like a shadow. And he starts to then, of course, use and, and uh, put his hand against the, uh, and like feels around for the heat of the candle, and then uh, feels for a, a wall and then he starts to then push his hand through the uh, the candle light uh, and says it would be much like interrupting the light of this candle. If we were to interrupt the light of this candle, then uh, Flaris would be there, uh, much like the wall behind my hand. It is back in the original state without it being uh, lit by any sort of uh, candle light. Uh, that, I guess you would think, is, uh, if it helps, uh, in, of course, uh, void theory and uh, uh, spellwind theories. Um, it's like crystals. a piece of rubber. If you stretch it, it snaps back. But if you stretch it and you nail it down, you've changed its existence. Well, you haven't. You just stretched it and you've you've anchored it someplace else. Question is, can we remove the original anchor so that it snaps the other way? Hmm. I see. Can we switch its location where where its original where its origin is? Can we switch that somehow? Yes. You are well, that's saying what... that you would like to instead, with using your semen, uh, my own uh, analogies, instead of uh, the crystals being uh, in the tears of Geolune or whatever we may use for these anchors, but if Flaris which is being projected as if it was a candlelight, was instead altered in a way that it's not light at all, but it is in, in fact this elasticity of um, rubber, this material. Yeah. Therefore, if we were to interrupt it, it wouldn't go back towards its normal state of it being a shadow on a wall, but it would instead be... L- we don't remove the nail that we put to stretch it. Right. We, we remove whatever was holding the rubber at its origin point. That anchor. There must be a way. 
Well, I've almost... been thinking about that. Look, if yeah. if you make a teleportation circle and we fill it, and I start drawing out the, mm. the, the runes to sketch them just to illustrate my point, um, uh, with, I imagine we have something to write some some things down if we're theorizing. Yes, yes sir. Um, I, uh, I'm just kind of roughly sketching it out. It's not meant to be, uh, to, to, to magically do anything. Right. Um, so here is a normal teleportation circle with all of the runes that act as coordinates and a destination. Well, what if we make a second one? Except it's really the third one. So what we do here is we connect this rune to the same rune on another teleportation circle. And this teleportation circle we make as the new anchor, I guess. Mm-hmm. And we somehow destroy the original one. Or... His face contorts in a, a lot of different expressions, probably indicating a myriad, a chorus, a cacophony of thoughts and ideas. Or, if we're able to send something through the portal that can destroy the anchor at the same time as whatever is being sent through the portal. Way to disrupt the spell wind or the magic. Yes. Uh, that... I, my uh, myriad of thoughts have flown into my mind since uh, you started uh, explaining this. Um, the, the way that we can are able to go from one place to another with using a teleportation magic, of course, is because uh, two points and uh, um, uh, two points and uh, two materials and uh, all the essence of all things always have an opposite. It's very uh, it's uh, when we are able to break the opposite and of course uh, morph and change anything. Uh, if we are able to, uh, what's the what's the what's the term here? Uh, is if these things were, um, uh, two mirrors were entangled, yes? If we were to change one reflection of one mirror to be the exact same as the other, then the one needs to, of course, change to be that of its partner. And if that's the case, then there's always going to be two. There's always going to be two things where you could go through and walk into the other side, of course, being in a different location. You're introducing a third, which is quite difficult. And there is the possibility we could introduce this third, however it may be, but it wouldn't be from this plane, or of course Flaris, but um, the plane we are in, in question. We would have to somehow uh, get... We'd have to get to the other plane to set up the teleportation yes, circle yes, there. Yes, 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 something right, of that right. sort. So, all right, so let's go with the second idea then. If we are able to somehow disrupt the teleportation as it is occurring, in the midst of the teleportation so that it's already begun but it is disrupted there is a theory that that could work but there is also more of a theory that it'll just be interrupted and it'll just stay where it is 
I like this idea of the elasticity. Well, is there... Have you ever figured out if there's any time that's lost when you use a teleportation circle? It's hard to say. I don't... Well, I don't think it's that hard to say. Someone travels through a teleportation circle and brings a clock. And then you right. leave a clock in the other leave a clock location the other and you see if there's any difference. Uh, there could be uh, minute uh, blips in uh, uh, existence when these uh, rifts and um, when you are well, that's going what we'd have one... to aim for if there was a disruption, because that whatever that amount of time is is how much time there would be. Right, it would be almost an... all we need is an instant. But if there is uh, some sort of murmur of uh, some bubble in the uh, chronological order of existence, then I'm sure there's a way we would be able to stuff. Whatever it is that we are, and it's it's almost as if he's run out of thoughts for the day, and he's running out of vocabularies. So you could tell he's the, the brain power is starting to die. Uh, so we could stuff whatever it is that we are wishing to push into that pocket in time, and then it'll be gone. Yes. yes. Yeah. So. We have the ability to do this, and we have the technology. Yeah. If we... If we have a tier of Geolune with each Seven. of the runes that is required for the teleportation circle, yes. we would need one to correspond with each of the runes for the teleportation circle, and then they need to be destroyed. Yes. In the instant that the teleportation happens. In the instant. My. <laughs> you see as uh, Brother Sykes uh, walks over toward the large contraption that you helped before uh, try to uh, figure out how to turn it on, that large, uh, there's like that large gaping hole that is just sort of sitting in the center of the room. Uh, the crystals are sitting in that, but they aren't activated. Uh, it looks like a, a, like a conical stone ring uh, that is just sort of in the center of the uh, the dais, or like the stage where he would do his lectures, um, it's blocking up a good chunk of the um, the the blackboard, or at least the large slate that has been fastened to the wall. And uh, he uh, steps up onto the stage. I think you're probably at one of the the lecture tables. Um, and he steps up onto the stage of the dais, or whatever this may be, and he uh, makes his way over toward this contraption, and he uh, plucks one of the Tears of Geolune and says, This is only so little for this contraption. What we are talking about to move and alter a state of. No, you're forgetting the ley line. What about the ley line? There's a ley line that runs right to Rivervale. Go on. I'm going to use the ley line. Tears of Geolune are just the conductors. Oh, yes. 
How do you figure? Where have you... How do you know this? Because it's done in Artificery all the time. You need a power source, so it works like this. And I start drawing a diagram out for the way that my gauntlet yeah. uh, uh, basically siphon power from the miniature tiers of Geolune that are part of yeah. the armor. And I start drawing it out. I say, look, it just goes like this. The, the, the power comes from here, and then it goes through this, and it starts to go through the various spell work that's laid into the gauntlets. So as they travel around, it uh, needs to find something to connect to, and because of uh, the design of this device, it is uh, a lightning launcher. So it, it needs to find the closest endpoint, and wherever I point it, that's where it goes. So... If we point it at a tier, they're not going to last very long, but it will work. It's just a big artificery experiment. Yes, yes, it's, so it is. And also, a lot of arcane theories. Well, I think you guys all overcomplicate it. If it works, it, it works, I guess. They speak in metaphor all the time. It's very simple. You just have, uh, you know, you, you have an explanation for all the things that you do right here. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Um, well, with this theory, which I do enjoy, um, we have also, um, where is this ley line? And um, the, uh, and, uh, well, I don't know. We have to find it. Sykes brings out a, uh, a large embossed uh, map and, rolls it out onto the table and struggles for a moment to keep it flat as uh, he grabs a couple books and lays it out and um, and then asks where you would think there would be a ley line what gives you any sort of uh, evidence sir I've not seen anything of well just because of the position of various sites that we've found it uh we also um we've we've run into a few people here that um <sighs> it's a guess hmm it's the only thing that makes sense We may overcomplicate things, but a lot of our things aren't based off of theory and guesses. Well, you have to take chances sometimes. Look. Mm -hmm. Gone King is interested in these sites. They're scattered around. And if you start to... Can where was the site line them found? up? Yes, yes, yes. Where would you? Where'd you find yours? You you found a site. And there's one in the forest just outside Nine Hills. So here, as they uh, start to um, take a piece of charcoal and <laughs> haphazardly circle where Nine Hills would be. 
then you said that Flaris was originally in the sea here. Oh, Jesus. Yes. Very well. Yes. I imagine that's what you're using as some kind of power source to keep it here. Must be them. All right. And then... Right. Mm. If you draw a line, it dance. would have to go right through Evervale. Their fingers across. Three points. Three points are typically what you use to at least approximate a line when you are uh, measuring anything. A large streak just sort of uh, bumps over a lot of the embossment of this uh, map. This is interesting. So, I think it's a ley line that goes through all these sites. Probably one in Dead Grove, too, that we didn't find. And this is Whack, not Smith. But I can't remember if we mm -hmm. talked about there being one in Dead Grove before. I don't think it was ever brought up. I think there was theory about it, but I don't know if there's ever been any evidence. Yeah, I did not take notes on that, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. It's okay. But I feel, I feel like we did talk about it before, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember we brought it up and we thought so. Um, I think there was also the idea that Pendulum as well, which also could be true. Um, uh, I think that is uh, a viable thought, especially if it's going to be able to transport people on that line, pretty much. Um, so that all those things are uh, available, whether or not it is true, I as the GM don't really know, but it's something that I do like to explore. So yeah, I like all of this. Um, and I think Sykes says, um, so if this is the case and you're utilizing, he once again points at your, um, uh, the diagrams that you drew. Uh, and if you are saying that we could, uh, there's the point of energy in the, you're traveling through, uh, we would be able to use these ley lines as a, a, a transfer point of energy, which means we would be able to uh, once again utilize what the we could use the anchor of Flaris to move. Evervale. The only thing is I don't know if the anchor of the bed of tears that we sit upon will hold both. So, my original thought still, still percolates. I think if we do this, we would maybe sacrificing the secrecy of Flaris Academy. And if that's the case, Hopefully there is no, there will be an end to these, these crusades and the atrocities of the spine, but if that- Is there a record of how Flavus was originally brought here? 
Yes, yes. Um, one moment. And uh, uh, Brother Sykes uh, saunters over toward uh, a tome in a cupboard, opens up the cupboard and takes out the tome and then brings it over towards you. And of course, there's a the cliche of dust that sort of uh, coughs off of the, the a leather tome as um, pages fold out and show you, uh, make me a, um, make me an arcana. With an 18, 18. yeah, uh, that's a plus nine. Um, so with an 18, um, you're able to start to read and see. And what it looks like is... Actually, I'm gonna use a flash of genius. Let's go ahead and turn that into a uh, 23. Yeah, that's super fair. Um, as you, love that. So you, um, begin to, uh, and I think for a moment it takes, it. you understand what it is, but it takes a couple of minutes to just sort of blink back and then uh, maybe somewhere there's this arcane key or an arcane legend and then you're able to cross-reference that and start to read. Um, it's almost like um, Brother Sykes tries to explain to you the uh, architecture and the drafting that had gone into this uh, this layout of this diagram, but you are, I think, a couple of steps ahead. Um, as uh, you see that there is a uh, there is a bed of, but not necessarily what you would imagine, a bed of just natural crystals down there or, or in the sea, but there is, um, it looks like a harnessed piece of technology um, whether they are these large bands over these large, uh, and from the measurements of this diagram, it looks like they are uh, hundreds of feet tall, um, and they are wedged into the uh, the silt and underneath uh, the muck of the uh, merma, the this uh, the sea, uh, and this technology is what is projecting and holding the island above into this pocket dimension. Uh, I think you also probably start um, we should uh, you probably start to see that As you cross-reference this diagram or these plans for these blueprints and also your diagram for your uh, lightning launcher gauntlet, right? Mm -hmm. I think you start to see that if your ley line theory is correct, you could piece together that these, the wires across your wires or these lines across your Lightning launcher to transfer power and energy. This could be the power and energy you would be utilizing these ley lines to then transfer transfer its projections toward Evervale. Um. So with the technology you see underneath these large spires of Jilun's tears, it looks like they've been harvested and collected from somewhere else, shipped over here, sunk into the ground with these bands of technology, um, probably artificers from an age past, uh, who are able to 
sink these tears into, or these these crystals of the moon. Uh, for those who are just joining, are like, what are they talking about? The the crystalline moon that orbits Evervale uh, has is sheds these tears, or did a long time ago during the Sundering, and they're scattered throughout uh, Evervale. Or I'm sorry, uh, all throughout Hearth. These tears and these large pillars of crystalline arcane batteries, these prisms of the Spellwind, are deep within, underneath the Merma, powering and projecting the Spellwind, or the Spellwind's projection, whether it be through the ley line here, which actually could be the case as you start looking through and uh, piecing together that where would this energy come from to power and to keep powering this? Uh, I'm looking I'm looking for what... How did they find the point where Flarus... How did they find the location they wanted to put Flarus? Mm-hmm. Was someone capable of traveling to a different plane or is that is that... You know, was there an explorer that essentially did this? Um, you know, did was there the equivalent of a magical Lewis and Clark kind of thing that happened? Um, or Magellan or what have you? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, there was. Um, this... Uh, this was drafted, or this uh, these plans, excuse me, Oh my gosh, I just... Uh, were drafted and written up by a person named Yathel. Uh, they are a half-elf, uh, Y-A-T-H-A-L, and they were a... They called themselves an, a, uh, an explorer of the winds, uh, and that is usually uh, with the Spellwind. And they were a master at... Uh, this crystalline technology. Uh, A lot of their techniques have been forgotten about or burned during the Evervalian Crusades, these books. Um, But uh, these plans you could see have uh, the Yathel uh, uh, probably stamp or um, crest in the corner. It looks like it's rubbed away. and they were a person who was able to study the Tears of Geolun and also the Spellwind and how to marry Spellwind and the Void with this, these prisms, these crystals. Um, All right, so this is what I need to look at here. All right. This person actually seems to know what they're talking about. As you start to ruminate on a lot of this. All right, so the spellwind goes through here. The ley line theory becomes more and more apparent, as right now, it does seem like there is a reason that Flaris exists where it does, because it could be getting some of its power or whatever this energy or transfer of power that you were uh, expressing earlier 
from the ley line. If anything was to happen to Evervale or even uh, Nine News, or in theory, uh, Pendulum, or also in theory, Dead Grove, that could interrupt the projection and the safety of Flaris where it is now. So it seems like through some of the scripture and through this jargon that has been left uh, in these notes of Yathel that, I, that has probably been overlooked by uh, Brother Sykes considering uh, it is written in ink and not embossed at all. Um, so it's hard for him to uh, find those details as you are beginning to peel apart the surface of this theory where this ley line, there is a connection. And how to do exactly what the solution is of trying to teleport, in layman's terms here, try to just teleport Evervale somewhere else and make it disappear from this uh, location, existence, and history. Well, not necessarily history, but this location and existence. How to do that is still foggy. I am trying to <laughs> marry the teleportation circle uh-huh. with the lightning launcher's theory mm-hmm. of the energy's got to go someplace. Of course. And it'll find the closest conductive point that it can. Yeah. Even if we don't give it a target. So, I am trying to marry those two pieces of spellcraft and and artificery. Because in my head, all this magic stuff it's just math. Right. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't understand a lot of the syntax, and I don't understand a lot of the uh, exact equations that are required, but it's all math. And it all makes sense, and everybody's using all these crazy metaphors and everything to try and do all, try and explain things to, to me. And I don't know why, because that's the most roundabout way to explain it humanly possible. As you begin to piece together this and start to draw out these plans, um, looking at your theory, uh, Yaffel, this uh, explorer from... uh, uh, that helped launch uh, or project Flaris to the location and the place and the existence that it is. I think we fade away from the scene as... Okay, but look at, let's just look at this bit, okay? Yes, I know, it's I know, got I know, it, the, the ley line's gotta be here. It has right? to be, it has to be. The only thing that is not, hasn't been uh, entirely... And we're going to take a small break here. I'm going to try to figure out the audio, everybody. I will be right back, um, and we will continue figuring out um, what 
is the next step here. Um, really ambitious ideas and plans with Smith and Sykes and the party, and I really want to see what we can do with it, but I do want, I'm very distracted by the audio, so I'm going to try my best and get that fixed. We'll be right back, everybody. Hang tight, and see you in a couple. Search your feelings. Your ideals live within you. Let them burn as bright as a star in the vastness of space. Long, long after I am gone, I hope my ideals will burn just as brightly as a guiding star for you, my Padawan, and that they guide you to greater ideals, that you might in turn leave behind your own ideals to guide the next generation. I sense our darkest night is still yet ahead of us. Before we see the end of this war, let those ideals guide you, be a beacon through these dark times. For after every long, dark night, there will always be a bright new dawn. There is balance in all things. Always. And of course, if in doubt, trust the Force. familiar with the ceremonies, boy? He mused aloud, and although his apprentice was indeed in the room, it seemed almost as if the mage was speaking to himself. The fireplace crackled and snapped, full of fresh logs the boy had practiced on earlier that very day. The mage was sitting at his desk, hunched over some parchment and books, carefully scribing something with ink and quill. It was originally known as the Etherphone, and it's an instrument controlled without physical touch. Do run sense the position of your hands and control the oscillators for the frequency. Sound is created by finding the perfect relation from your hands to the rods. Now when you learn to play the theremin, they teach you specific hand gestures and finger positions for each note. You technically don't need these gestures, but it makes it easier to be precise each time. This is the same for somatic and verbal components, or any other tools we use, like your staff there. At this, he lifted his quill slightly, turning to the side to peer at the boy over the rim of his glasses. Do you understand? Good. Lord Creighton, we have reports of more sick in Walden. Denizens are blaming the crops, sir. 
We will see what we can do. Smith, join our sworn sent to Walden. Find out what we can do. Keep the people in good spirits. We cannot afford to cancel the festival. As he commands, Lord Craven. Carrie, at first light, I'll be leaving town to join the resistance. I know not what hardships await me, but I would sooner die than serve the Empire after all the wrongs they have committed. Hey! You getting in or what? Although, first impressions with my contact are making me wonder who I should be more fearful of. Magi. The world was something other. Magic is all that there was and all that was needed. Legend states that a cataclysmic event brought a great frozen age to the world of Lacrin, and soon after, a new era dawned. Though they say the ancient magics of the Magi still lie buried and lost, scattered around the world, lie in wait for those with the courage to wield it to discover. Welcome to the world of Lacrin and the continent of Thelmesia. Noble knights, roaming orcs, mischievous goblins, and idyllic wondrous lands just waiting to be explored. Now a new peril aspires to plunge Thelmesia into despair once more. But not before a few unheard of heroes take their chance at triumph. 
table story, Darkfire. This is me testing the audio. Hi, everyone. We're going to come back. I just wanted to do a quick test for you. Does this sound good, everyone? Thumbs up in the chat? Yeah, sounds good. Okay, cool. So, left off as... Uh, finding buttons. We left off as... Smith and Brother Sykes were ruminating on ideas and plans while uh, while Ty, Varsha, and Jet were uh, together. What were you all doing? Wandering the halls? Frolicking? What were you, what were you off doing during this time? This is probably later in the evening. Um... Yeah. I imagine we would have probably made sure that Jack got some food and... Yeah. Probably just kind of like no, taking care of him, him, making sure that everything's good. Okay. I... I am fine. I... Please. I, I beg you. Don't, don't make a fuss. Well, I'm also starving. So... Okay. Because so am I. As you're able to... Making sure I force myself to eat so that he doesn't think it was just for him. <laughs> I'm not that hungry, but I now have to. Uh, um, I'm not hungry at all. As uh, you, of course, 
find some food and start to calm down and realize that Smith has disappeared. He did say he was going to go try to talk and figure out what was happening, what they were, try to pitch some ideas toward, um, toward Brother Sykes. Um, as you do, as you leave, whatever the hall may be that this food um, comes from, uh, I think you run into uh, Matazar, as Matazar is sort of in a rush. Um, as uh, Matazar comes around the corner, they've got their um, uh, tall, um, very pale-skinned uh, old man, uh, long, straight beard, and also has like this, uh, like this pearl skull cap. Um, that is uh, emblazoned with some uh, gold filigree as uh, they, uh, as he makes his way over toward you. Uh, oh, good. I was wondering if you, uh, you all have eaten and everything. Um, is, where is Smith? Uh, says Matazar. Not with you, yes. No. Mm-hmm. No, I think he was. Right. Um, uh, when you do see him, uh, I. Let him know that we have already start, start, started setting off uh, plans to defend uh, Pendulum if they are to uh, start to encroach. Good. The Swan, that is. Um, and uh, uh, do know as well that I cannot quite find any evidence of where the Queen may have gone. Okay. Uh, last Thank I you. saw, she was in Wyvern, uh, with all of you. Or right. not all of you, excuse me, but in toward that direction. But uh, I've tried my best to look in various places. Um, uh, quite... Um, uh, quite um, speedy, that one. Probably using gates, I guess. I would guess. Must be, yes. Um, I I was fine, Smith. Um, Enjoy your food. As uh, you see, as Matazar enjoys, or um, sort of uh, exits, and as they do, they sort of gesture towards the food that you're probably carrying or something. Should we tell him he's talking to Sykes? Nah. We don't want him to impede the uh, plan. I, I think at this point, I don't think he would. Why risk it? Yeah. Should we go find him? Yeah. Um, what? what if he can't do this plan? What do you mean, what if he cannot do it? Well, it's all a bit of a... Uh, Fringe spell in it. What if they can't figure it out? Well, then we do it the old school way, I guess. Hey. But if it does work, it would be incredible. still be stuff to mop up afterwards. Yeah. But it would certainly uh, 
cut the head off the snake, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. I also... Smith is not going to suggest something unless he thinks it's highly probable. Or at least worth the risk. I agree. <clears throat> he almost always bets on the safe, sure horse. How was it? Oh, they, they called around cakes. It was okay. Yeah. Um, a bit more savory than I remember from last time, but uh, you so I suppose the chef is like all of us <clears throat> training. Yeah. Is that a bone? Ah, <sighs> uh, this was nice. Um, please don't stop looking at me like that, Mister Tai. Oh, I am. I was sort of looking through you, to be honest. Okay, okay. I, so I, I apologize. I cannot help but feel scanned at the moment. Um. All right, let's go find Smith and Sykes. Yeah. See if they've made any progress. Okay. As you begin to uh, weave and find your way through the, the corridors and up toward the dais, speak the word of the void quarter as they uh, shuffle these monoliths as one of them. Uh, fastens itself into the uh, the platform in front of you. The door lowers down, and inside you see the sight of uh, Brother Sykes uh, leaning over a table uh, with a large map as well, and you also see... Yes, Brad? Where is Lane? Uh, great question. Uh, I think Lane, uh, as you look around, is behind you. Um, Lane and as is... everyone's stepping in and all the sure. stuff is shifting around and that, mm -hmm. I sort of nod to Jet yeah, after you, Basha. And then I give Lane a knowing nod and the two of us slip off okay and where do you think they're off to uh, listen to me listen not to sure me, okay you need someone had to go to the place first okay he was really someone worried had to about go you. to the place first and then that's how the anchor was created now he's just angry so they had to I know see. how to get to that place first it's kind of like pat you on the head i think just like a friendly, like, it's okay, don't stress about it. Okay, okay. you'd worry about him too. I'm walking. Oh boy, they're, they're really, uh, passionate. Okay, but there, there has to be a way 
to connect it to this other place. That's the bit that we're missing. Somebody has to go to this place and, and make that connection. Now, if you use Flaris, then yes, it will. Something will happen to Flaris. It's, it will move back to Hearth. But if there is another location, if there is a way to get to the other place and create the anchor, then it should work the same way. Mm. Oh. Mm-hmm. <sighs> what? We got visitors. Oh. Um, hello. Hi. Hello. Hello, Varshav. Jet. Jet, how are you? I, I, I meant to check in on you. The Grandmaster's I... looking for you. Uh, I am okay now, thank you. Good. I, Happy uh, to be back and willing to walk again. Hmm. Happy you're back as well. Uh, we were just um, uh, trying to compile some sort of uh, idea of how to um, do. Um, uh, we, it's quite fascinating. Uh, you see. Smith has a, uh, a marvelous idea of potentially using uh, some sort of theory of uh, a ley line that's connecting uh, that they're saying between uh, Flaris and, of course, um, Evervale, uh, and utilizing uh, the technology that we have to suspend Evervale in this uh, sort of uh, this projection uh, into a new uh, plane in reality. Uh, now, I'm trying to see if what the what our options are uh, and uh, smith is telling me that someone needs to one go somewhere first before they could then pull something into it um, but that, i'm trying to now, explain hold on don't don't put words in my mouth that's not what i said what i okay. said what did, what did you say? was that if we have this we have the location flavors has a location here yes all right yes and you keep theorizing to move the castle here which is the location that we have Yes. But if we have another location that we can send it to, we should be able to send it there, and Flaris should be able to retain its place here. It might flicker while the transportation is being done. I don't know how much power any of this takes. I think the numbers are just too big to try and figure out quickly. But, um... It's, uh, and uh, without any way to quantify exactly how much energy is moving through the supposed ley line. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, by the way, Varsha, I think that ley line theory is correct. Um, if, uh, there's a bunch of stuff underneath, uh, the, the, the sea where Flaris was, is, still, <laughs> that, uh, is being fed from a power source, and we think that's the ley line. The okay. sites all seem to be connected to it. Okay. Good work. Uh, Do you think we would need next to... How much time would it take to crunch all these, uh, these numbers <sighs> that you are saying? I don't know. Sometimes. Um, it's uh, almost an unquantifiable, uh, the amount of 
uh, energy that could be seemingly uh, there's a there's a part of me that thinks that there is it's a delicate dance between any of these one of these sites towards the next and if there was an end to any one of these uh, lines then it would be potentially uh, the most um powerful of them all yes um, and if that is the case, uh, then uh, Flaris, where it sits in the bed it sits on, in Yattle's uh, theory, uh, would then indicate that that would be probably the end of it. Of course, and the reason yeah, Yattle would is be... the the one that originally brought Flaris to a different place. Yes, yes, yes. These are the notes here. And with a five Arcana check from Varsha. Uh... That is not on the screen. Let me grab it. Besides needing to know how much of a resource, a reagent that we would need for this to happen, do we know anywhere that... Do we know, if at all, if there's anywhere in... in this part of the world that has the appropriate amount of energy for what we want to do? No. Except for the ley line. Uh, that's right. the thing with Flaris. Flaris is also sitting on the ley line. It runs uh, just like we thought through the various sites all the way up to Evervale. At least it, that's the theory. It kind of has to. It's the only way that the, all of this makes sense. I see. Because uh, my, my parents, when they were teaching me, and they, they taught a lot, and I regret not remembering or paying attention too much to most of it. But um, they used to talk about something called proportionate alchemy, which is uh, how to say using just the right amount of a substance or a reagent for a very precise spell or outcome. For instance, I look around for a cushion or a pillow, one with down. You find one. I, and I take it and I, uh, I don't tear it open, but I just uh, pu pull apart the uh, the cloth, and inside there's goose down, and I just expose the down. And then, I, of course, as I do this, I'm using, and you might have not have noticed before, but, uh, uh, well, a purple hand kind of just. Uh, emerges from my right stump onto the crook of my left elbow and I am going to just place my hand onto the pillow and as I do you will notice that three or four of the feathers that were in the pile seem to effervesce, hiss and then become one with the wind almost like a mote of dust in the light you know and uh, as it does, and I breathe, you'll see that those modes travel to my companions here, to Brother Sykes, to myself, to Mr. Smith, to Basha. And I've cast Featherfall, but I've only used the amount of feathers that are inside the pillow and not the entire pillow for the task. Um, the way I was taught, it doesn't necessarily matter if there is, you know, an excess. All that is required is for there to be just enough. I do not know if I would be able to help necessarily with a with a task as large as the one that you have in mind, Mr. Smith, but 
I could try and divulge as much as I know about uh, proportionate alchemy if, if, if that is what you would like to know. Hey, Jed, if you have anything to add to this, I mean, I've been equating all of this stuff to, to artificery in general. Right. Um, I've been using bits of information and theories from my from my armor and the way that a lot of the weapons work. Um, I, just, think it, I think it's all tied together. I, I believe so too. But uh, in this way, at the very least, we don't have to worry too much about the precise minutia. All we need to do is know what we need to do. I, I, I'll have to admit, I have not really used proportionality this way before, but maybe I could help. Maybe I could divulge it, you know, like it's, as you say, artificiary. Alchemy might be the oldest, but what it is you do, what it is I do, I suppose, when it comes down to brass tacks, it's not necessarily too different. Tell me what you think of this. Look, this, okay. this is the the spell that um, that this guy used here, okay. and apparently he was able to go to another place. It wasn't just a like a teleportation circle. It looks it this we are not on hearth right now. We are not, okay. Uh, um, here in Flaris, it's it's kind of a different, it's a different, he, see, he used the term plane. Um, can I try to cast Dimension Door? Of course. Okay. Um, I believe I need to be able to see the space, technically. Just You've done check. this once before, right? You yes. folded mm -hmm. like a one-handed cat's cradle and yep. opened it up. 500 and then feet. You were somewhere else. Place you can see, one you can visualize, or one you can describe by stating distance and direction, such as 200 feet straight downward. Holy shit. Oh, the temptation to do that. And then... <laughs> Get outside the bubble of where we are and then that potentially die in space. Um, hmm. But you can. You can cast it. Was the question. Yeah, I think I'm going to describe this uh, to Smith. Um earlier I was able to kind of fold space around me so that Jet and I could scale that that cliff I wonder mm. if the same properties or principles or if I could somehow recreate that if you could use that well, or learn yeah, from it or nearest I can tell that's a branch of conjuration magic and um, the one it, moment has Sykes walks away over towards his dais on a podium and starts to uh, scribble something on the uh, on the uh, parchment, that's the word, uh, on the parchment 
Sorry, as you will. Am I to mention door him? Uh, you. Just need him outside. Can. Let me see. What does it say? The creature you must be within yourself. five feet of you. Um, you can also bring one willing creature. I see. So I have. You to can go. go. Okay. Yeah. I'll just I'll dimension door right to right next to him, just to show them what it does. It's rather Sykes. Yeah. He won't see me, but he'll know I'm there. I think. Yeah. Um, but more so, I want Smith to see. I feel like Smith's. Uh, He's really good with theory and and mm -hmm. but when he sees something he can try to figure out how it works so just helping might aid him like doing this might aid him in some way yeah you uh close your hand and then you you open it and you are you sort of fall for a second but you catch your balance as you are next to the podium as um i think a, a gust of um quanta probably um uh breezes uh, Sykes' clothing and, and robes, and uh, he uh, goes. Oh. Oh. Uh, are, are there any material components to Dimension Door? I don't know. Let me check. No, it's uh, nope. Verbal. Yeah, verbal. Oh. I, so she. I don't understand how she does that. Well, it's the. From what I can tell, I think it's related to the amount of energy that is required to do this. Varsha is being the channel for the spell wind, and the spell wind is providing the energy. It's a certain amount of energy. Since I don't it's only think it's the spell wind, though, is what I'm trying to tell you. It feels different. It feels like what void it? magic. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, but... And I'll do it again. I'll bring the podium with me this time. Um, the podium the podium comes with you as you go back to Smith? Yeah. As you... I'm just, like, moving it. As long as it's not, like, anchored into the ground and I'm going to rip it out of the ground. I'm assuming I could, like, move it you with can, You can move it. Um, yeah. The quill that is in Brother Sykes' hand is still in his hand as he... Oh, no. Tries to feel around for where the podium went, but you are, you uh, arrive in the new location with a podium, and then an unfinished um, scripture of some sort sort of floats off of the podium. Sorry. Um, and I can immediately send it back <laughs> and demolish my spell slots. So <laughs> my spell points. Mm -hmm. Okay. This seems to be beyond my own power, but. Okay, uh, so Miss Vasha, Mr. Smith says that, well, what she is doing here is, in the absence of the spell wind, this is somewhat similar to, at least alchemy as the way I was taught it, but if this is free of the general laws and minutia of spell wind and how you know, mages and people. It can't be free. It, it, energy has to come from somewhere. Yes, of course. Yeah. Maybe everything comes at a cost. Everything does. Uh, the, so, the, the, the void theory, in its simplest terms, is uh, you could, of course, um, uh, gather uh, magic. Uh, uh, magic, of course, being really an umbrella term here for really any sort of altering, uh, reality-altering effect. Uh, but 
Uh, if you are to use the void magic, you will be then taking it from the void. The void uh, being uh, potentially anything and all things uh, living at once and also not at all. Um, it's an un... But even nothing has uh, an energy. Yes, and you will be taking it from that energy. Uh, there is theories, of course, saying that that energy, that pool of void, uh, also can equate somehow uh, through uh, if the void was a lens and uh, we are unable to uh, see through it, but uh, if it was a lens, uh, that uh, a murky lens, and on the other side of that lens is different realities of which you are plucking that magic from. Mm. If you alter and create something here, then somewhere else. Could be altering all, 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 it. All right, all right. Um, what did you say this person's name was again? Yarth, 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 Yathel. Yarth, 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 Yarth. Uh, yeah, Yathel. Uh, describes going to this other place. Okay, just like your dimension door, just like a teleportation circle. And it has to be a method of conjuration. It has to be. That's what has been going on this whole time. Your dimension right, door. The plane shift sort of uh, theory, yes. Well, Where's that page, that scripture? It begins to start writing again. If. If this person went to another place himself, he created the anchor for Flaris. <clears throat> How did they get there? I'm going to start flipping through, mm -hmm. trying to look for any notes that might be indicative of how they did this. Is there a spell? Yeah, there is. Uh, make me an arcana. Can I assist? Yes. As you uh, are also uh, flipping I'm, through the page. Am I yeah. just rolling with advantage or are we doing yeah. rolling with advantage, yep. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Holy shit! 27 and just to be cheeky, I'm going to go ahead and throw a flash of genius yeah, on top yeah, of that. Yeah. So yeah. Holy shit. So that'll be a 32. Deep in the notes of this uh, this ancient tome, um, it still it still sort of smells of mildew, um, probably in an age of storage uh, where it was not so great for books. Um, but once you get through uh, some of the uh, the pungent smell of mildew and also some of the the jargon uh, and some of the, the, the deciphering whatever these notes may be, uh, you are able to with a thirty two are able to find in Yathel's notes how to properly utilize I think you see in Yaffle's notes a loose page covered in notes but at its barest form the instructions a scroll if you will of plane shift right here this is it this is how, this is how Yathel got there. This is 
This is the spell. This is this oh, is a formula is for okay. how you do this. Right. What is it? I'm reading. Give me a second. Sorry, sorry. And, and how would you then extrapolate it to then be, you know, castle big? More, just associated with more power. I see. If Proportionate alchemy again. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. He says here, if you know the sigil sequence of a teleportation circle on another plane of existence, this spell can take you to that circle. So if there was another teleportation circle at a location, that could be the anchor. Okay. But if we are just sending the castle to some other plane and not just, I don't know, the void itself, then what is to stop them from coming back? Skill? Information? The people here at Flaris have been here a long time. I don't think anybody knew about this. I don't know enough about teleportation. The way you are able to do it now, if you knew a... Well, if, if you knew the teleportation sigil for, let's say, a place in another plane, would you be able to take us there now, or do we have to plane shift for it? Well, yeah, we would. At least okay. according to these notes. In which case, I suppose it is a a huge gamble here to hope that of all the swan within the castle, none of them have the ability to do this. That yeah. being said, as you say, this is an ancient magic, so I would cross but, my fingers if I had any. But this is this is the this is the the formula. If we can break this down, okay to its base components, just like you would with any potion, then we should be able to alter it. Very well. Okay. This, this is all, these are all components. All of the spells, everything that we've learned, it's all a component of everything else. It's all numbers. Conjuration abjuration they all have their own flow to them they all have their own they all have their own essence there's familiarity in each bit of magic if we break this spell down we can do this I know that we can. I believe in you. And us? So what are we waiting for then? I think we have found our breakthrough, no? 
think so too. Uh, the only thing is um, uh, the source of this power. Uh, if you're right with this, uh, this uh, shifting a plane and uh, being able to do what Yathel did, would we be able to? Um, you want to manipulate how the essence of Flaris is by breaking down the spell to create it, but. I worry about the amount of energy you will need for something like that. To make our own tether and make our own space. I... Forgive me, uh, Brother Sykes, but... Mm -hmm. Why is Flaris here? I know it might sound like an obvious question. Then I expect the more difficult question. I, I take out the loose page with the spell on it and I throw the book to Jet. Darren. <laughs> um. Uh. Okay. How is uh, it here or why is it here? Why is Flaris Academy here? The Spellkin Crusades. Okay. And in its barest form, yes. And as a result of the Crusades, they fled here using yes. what Mr. Smith just went through and Correct. described. Yes, and of course, a series of uh, large um, uh, uh, tears of Geolun, of these uh, pillars of uh, crystalline energy. Right, and in doing so, they created this space away Correct. from there. It's projected through the uh, through the spell wind itself and creating matter and into projecting in another and another space, thus creating this artificial uh, plane in which we walk. Okay. Almost an exact mirror. Right. Yet anchored, so we can always come back to it. Hmm. So, if the energy requirement is the concern, then and why not just swap the castle with the academy? and then break the anchor. Because it'll it come back here. That's the point. The origination of, fl the or origin of Flaris was Flaris was here. It wasn't in the other place. So if you break the anchor, it right. snaps back here. Yes. But my theory, back. Okay. my theory is that with the proper spell work, we can switch it. Flip it around. Okay. All right. Fascinating. I, uh, um, I awkwardly tossed the manuscript back to Mr. Smith. Ah. Uh, and, uh, I just say, I, I'm at the disposal. All right. Well, now we gotta get to work. What first? What? What first? Uh, what can I do? How can I help? Well, let's look at what we need. 
Let's break it down into the simplest components. First and foremost, our goal. God King, Loving Queen, and Creighton. Yeah. We need them in Evervale Castle at a specific time. We need uh, to execute all of this while they are there. Okay. Grandmaster then, just said that the last place he saw the loving queen or located her was Wyvern. With us. Oh. But she's not there anymore. So we might have to bait her. Okay. Uh... That's our goal. Now it's a matter of making sure that we have a ley line. That's another thing. We, I've been theorizing that that is the case, and it is the only thing that makes sense. Uh, so it's I kind of an educated guess. Uh, then we need to find a way to harness that power into some tiers of Geoloon, and we need to find the right frequency for them to vibrate to send the castle to another plane, and of course we need to actually do all of the spell work, which is very difficult. Uh, so, we need to break the spell down into its components, and figure out what each part does and how we can change the anchor so that if the anchor is broken, the castle will go to the other place and stay there. Okay. I think the first thing to look at is these frequencies and how, um, which frequency, um, the these pillars may be uh, vibrating to keep us projected here. And if that's the case, then we know which frequency to transform or project at different location. I wonder if we just use a bunch of different frequencies, if we can just use a tuning fork or something and change the vibration and send it someplace else. Hmm. I mean, if it's a tuning fork you need, I could possibly make a... well... I was thinking more dowsing rod to find a ley line, or at least to see uh, where, uh, what could possibly be the most concentrated area, I mean, so we can follow it. You said that there's a ley line in uh, Evervale, yes? Yeah. Okay. Well, I could possibly work on uh, pinpointing the exact location. We've seen before that there's a pattern, there's a trend uh, on the maps now, respect to whoever the cartographer was, but we don't know for sure if that's exactly where the ley lines are or how straight they are, but... Or how um, accurate the map is. Correct. So... I, I, I could work on that. I could work on this dowsing rod for the ley line. Um, and we'll go with your theory of uh, the elastic anchors. I... Elastic anchors. All right, well, I can work on breaking down the spell, and maybe I can talk to some of the other professors here and uh, 
We can figure this out. I mean, if it's breaking it down to conjuration, we can figure out the different components and uh, the different spell work here. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's all just math, really. I don't know how much energy we'll need. Or we'll have to make a rough approximation as to how big the castle is. Or just how big the area is and the area that's involved. Uh, volume. The assumed proportionality of my alchemy means that I don't have to worry about that. At least I haven't since I was young. But I don't know... If we'll I need to know at least the minimum, though. Exactly. But if the energy is coming from these ley lines, then would the energy not just be infinite or as much as this land is able to generate in the first place? It's all just guesswork, really. Jed, we have no way to measure how much energy that is, at least that I'm aware of. Unless okay. we know a specific amount that any of the tiers of Geolune are able to hold. Hmm. I feel you... you looking at me. Don't look at me. I don't know. Would assume Why hasn't anybody there. measured that? As a member of the Swan, you would not know if there was a depository of, I don't know, tiers of Geolune somewhere where something like this would be banked if it is safe to be banked. Make a history. So, mm -hmm. uh, just, just, I'm just working through the, through the history in my head uh, here. Uh, uh. I'm imagining that if any tears of Jilun were found, mm -hmm. that there would be some process for dealing with them. Um, so that is yes. what I would be trying to think about. Twenty-two. Uh, flash of genius. Is that would that be a thing for here? Yeah, you could use it. Yeah, you can flash a genius. Okay, I I, I flash him for four more. Okay, and so uh, as you think of any sort of storage of the process of how Tears of Geolune would be handled. They are very rare. Um, I would use the word confiscated. And I would, then I would, yeah, exactly. And they are very confiscated. Um, as uh, is exactly where I was going with. Uh, there's a high value because they do get confiscated. Um, and I think also, um, with that, your your um, sanctioned use of the crystals in your armor to power your armor, um, you would know that there is definitely a, a, a quarry or a um, uh, a storage place for these. Um, it is said that there is this uh, crucible which would melt them down or shatter them, uh, but. As far as how easily accessible it seemed for them to give you two crystals for your armor, uh, seems like that may not be the case. 
Um, and you would assume the these would be deep under place you haven't been the castle so the castle would most likely have um, some, some confiscated tears yeah. Storage. At least or that's where I heard that it went. It would be storage. Um, you have an idea it would be storage, but you would know that they would, or at least have been told, that they would take them down into this crucible and destroy them. I don't know if they still exist. A lot of times, from what I know, that they would get destroyed, but I mean, they also use them. So, I don't know if they're broken down into smaller pieces or what, uh, for more compact usage, like I have for my armor, or, uh, or other enchanted items, but, um, yeah, the castle. Okay, so I guess we have two options then, same location. If this crucible is exactly what you say it is, and uh, if it is exactly a crucible, then it may not help us at all. But there may be some residual uh, frequencies of something we could do to uh, potentially uh, do this plan. But uh, if it is, in fact, some sort of um, uh, uh, storage facility of these uh, crystals, then that may just be what we need. Is there any way we confirm that before we go in? You mean like scrying there? I don't yeah. know if that's possible. Especially not without getting noticed. Mm -hmm. It's possible. Getting noticed is probably the... Yeah. Worry about? I'm uncertain. Oh, I think it's a safe bet, personally. There's somewhere, we just need to find it. Or maybe we don't need to find it at all, and we just pull from it. Hmm. I did mention earlier that the, uh, there is a ley line that could act as some sort of wick to a candle. Uh, the ley line um, being the wick, uh, and the wax being the power generated from Flaris. I wonder if the flame could be ever veiled. Yeah. And then all you would need, Smith, is the... All you would need. I mean, then it would just be the rituals, right? In theory, yeah. The spell itself, yeah. Which is is what that is, and starts to, uh, I think, aggressively try to point toward, but also maybe flicks the uh, page. Um, that's that plain shift scribbled page in your hand, Smith, <laughs> as a... Um, the, the, page sort of slaps the air for a second. Oh, sorry. Um, the... Is this what, what this is? The ritual's here. You utilize this and wick what you can from, uh, from Flaris, or maybe even the Crucible itself, 
uh, there is a good chance it can work. Um, but also, if that isn't enough, uh, it would need all, uh, if I'm thinking of this correctly, and if we are uh, going with your lightning launcher uh, schematics idea here, uh, all of the components of the lightning launcher needs to work, right? Is this what this, this, this contraption is? All of the components need to work in tandem for it to work successfully, yes? Yeah. It's not good if it if it breaks, that's for sure. Takes me a right. while to line up all the pathways again and Right, right, right. And now what about this lining of a pathway here? And he starts to then uh circle again. Nine U's and Evervale and um Pendulum. If these are all the components of this idea, then they should be working in tandem. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we should be able to check the ley line. And... Uh, I don't know. If we have uh, I don't know if we'll be able to quantify how much energy it has. Uh, and even if we could, I don't know if any sort of measuring device would explode. Hmm. I mean, if it does have that much power. Well, I don't think it would if we were using um, a pro 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 uh, uh, proportionate alchemy. Right? Jeff, yes? Ah, uh, correct, yes. If it's enough, then it's enough. It wouldn't be too much. The way I have learned to do what I can do. Yes. However, I don't think it has ever been practiced before. This, <laughs> At this magnitude, with this many people, with uh, such a disparate, uh, eclectic groups of uh, magic. Even if we do share a similar route, it's a, it's a, a long shot. But what do we have? We have um, the continuation of the Crusades is really what we have, or an end, an abrupt end. I do want to thank you all for finding me and um, freeing me from this war. It's, um, I don't believe in much besides, of course, what I know. Uh, and there is a lot of what I know that is questionable to a lot, but I believe that there was a reason and this may be it. So thank you all for uh, letting me uh, in your existence. So this reality of us planning and trying to break void theory could come to pass. Oh, by the way, while I was doing the research on all this stuff, and brainstorming, I figured out a way to, uh... Well, it's a little off topic, but, uh... I figured out a way to... make it so that, um... anybody that is... and I'm... When I say anybody, I mean the Loving Queen. Uh, that if the Loving Queen is 
trying to um, divine our locations or anything about us, I give her a little gift. And how so? Well, uh, I was looking, um, I was looking at some notes from this person named, um, Nistool. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar, I found the notes earlier. Uh, but, uh, it's a magic aura, and basically, you can place an illusion on a creature or an object that you touch so that any divination spells reveal false information. Where did you find these notes? I'm one of the other, um, spires. The illusion. Fantastic. I think it's a great idea. So, if we do go to Evervale to pull all this off, I think I can work something up, at least for me. It is good. Uh, I'm overwhelmed by the possibilities and the formulaic expressions here. But I think this will work. Right. So I'll take the spell. Um, and, uh, Say to the other professors, try and break this stuff down. Um, see if I can make sense of it all, and maybe uh, see if I can mess with the anchor. Where's Ty? Oh, was um, Ty not here? No. He walked off with the one who came with me. Ty. Let's see what Ty's up to, as you say. Where's Ty? The camera then shifts over to wherever the hell Ty is. Ty, where, what are you up to? I'm on the beach. Okay. With line. So romantic. Holding his hand. <laughs> Holding his hand. I think we probably, um, during this entire time, they've I've probably been, uh, we were probably sparring. Okay. Because we had a little uh, back and forth, but it was to test the sword. To test the sword, exactly. And um, I think maybe during the time between sessions, we probably spoke about having a proper sparring session. When you say spoke, you mean you did Right, but I can speak to him. Mm. All right, yeah. With my Professor X ability. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, so we probably uh, arranged to go somewhere that wasn't a corridor and uh, play fight. Um, really, I was just trying to get the measure of him. Um, just to, I can tell that he's obviously got some experience and skill, but if he's going to help us with this extremely important. Uh, quest mm -hmm. then I need to know that he really has got what it takes and what it takes sure 
So that's probably what we were doing. We probably, there's probably a few beads of sweat on my head as I readjust the flat cap and sit back, pushing Vanahar to one side, scabbarded just in the sand. Is it a sand beach? Mm-hmm. It is. And then just sit and, and look out over the uh, the water and catch my breath you notice, for a minute. Um, what's your passive perception? Unbelievably high. 21. Great. What? Okay, uh, you notice that's as everything. that's crazy. Uh, as you um, as you start to look uh, just through and around uh, the area, you start to notice uh, on the cliffside and the rock faces around uh, around here. Um, you start to notice that there are these interesting striations um, across them, uh, as if um, the stone itself had different flecks of color. Uh, and uh, different rivulets that as you uh, would move to inspect or maybe even start to gather that these it's like some of the rocks even uh, in the um, the crags underneath the central dais here also have these interesting looks like fossils um, but they're of different colors um, whether or not uh, Ty knows what that is but to make sense of it all it looks like this these rock faces were made of uh or at least in a blend of uh aged coral as you just sort of peer out into the uh distance and sort of look all of this over um lane Uh, is impatiently swinging, I think just swinging the face render back and forth, forth the uh, the flail with a sheet, uh, me many sheets of metal with bolt, a crude bolt going through it. Uh, as Lane sort of just is, seems to be waiting for, or starting to swipe and uh, push the the head of the flail into the sand as it, as you start to hear the, the thud, as um, also the uh, sprinkle of the sand as it uh, uh, dances on other grains and starts to drag it across and then starts to uh, spin into different fighting styles. Still very quiet as he does. Um, there's a lot send of him. Uh, send him a little message. Mm -hmm. Maybe save your energy. What? Who's that? Save your energy, mate. Who are you trying to... Gonna be agile. It's fucking boring here. Nothing to do except this, really. Yeah, you said you were here for how long? A month for this. Oh. Sorry about that. Yeah, it weren't too bad. A month of saving long. your energy? What did you do? Almost nothing. Took the bow out a few times. Mostly yeah. I just sat around, wandered about, saw what this place was. Saving my energy for what? Whatever we're up to next. What are we up to? 
Well, I don't know, but either way, it's probably going to take a full-scale invasion of Evervale, so... Don't really do invasions very well. I'd rather, well, rather go in first. If we're going to invade Evervale, I want to go in first. Well, hopefully they won't know we're coming, but I'd imagine at some point we're going to have to sneak back in, use those tunnels. You know them better than me. Hey. Get in there. I don't know. Whatever spellwind bullshit Smith's cooking up. Don't trust it. Nah, but... If we can, uh, take them out, one big spell. Well, it'll turn the, uh, tide of this, whatever it is, conflict, Massacre. War. Massacre. What do you think will happen after if it works? You think everything is going to go hunky-dory? No. But if we're lucky, we'll take out the king, the queen, you know, lieutenants, generals, hmm. that dickhead Creighton. Dickhead Creighton? He's dead. I saw it with my own eyes. Uh, we're able to use the uh, that execution to lift your friend out of the cells. Oh, that's what was going on, was it? Mm-hmm. Hey. One down. One down, <laughs> right? I didn't even have to do it. Well, without their, uh... God King. Reason, they said. It'll be a little easier to... Sway the people, won't it? Everyone will be lost. There'll probably be chaos. Might even get worse before it gets better, but... Sort of what it's about, uh, I guess. Sort of what happens when you're wounded. You know? Changes you. Missing... uh, Part of you... Or being maimed by crusades will change you, for sure. Yeah, I think all of us are missing a part of us. And, uh, what it's gonna look like for the land of the spine after it gets maimed. <laughs> Maybe everyone will wear an iron mask and take up a flea hoop. Yeah, maybe. Probably still gonna have to crack some heads though. Good. I don't know, uh. I don't know how willing you are to. Fight? No. Crack Deliver vengeance. Do what? Deliver vengeance. I'm willing to deliver vengeance. Good, because I'm going to cut off some hands. 
I cut out some tongues, some eyes. Well, you're gonna have to find those things after they meet the face render. Fair enough. Hey. Let them see what it is to live like a monster. Even if it's only for a couple of moments before they give up living. Quitters. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right, well, when we get in there into the thick of it. Hey. Just, uh, try and keep an eye on the other three, you know, should anything happen to me. Of course. If we can pull this thing off, I don't know what happens afterwards. We don't either. But if, uh, if we're lucky, we've cut off the head of the snake and we can, uh... Poor tongue. Right. But hopefully something new. Something even marginally better than this. People just live here. They just live in this, uh... Are we even in a place? What is this? Where all the bookheads stay and read and... Oh. From what I understand, it's... It is a place, it's just not here, or maybe where you'd expect it to be. It's sort of the place that sits at the edge of your vision. Here. I hate it. Yeah, me too, but at the moment, really all we've got, unless you want to go and cross the entire spine, head down south, whatever the fuck's beyond. Too far away to reap any vengeance anyway. I'm about to start taking my chances. They don't hurry up. Yeah. Alright, tell you what. I'll go and see what they're up to. Maybe you can busy yourself by, uh, Finding some booze. Well, is that really what it's gonna come down to? You're gonna go ahead and start to... And I believe you probably end the... the, uh, the I'm walking up the beach. Stuff. Yeah, okay, great. Um, and then um, I think storming after you is also uh, uh, Lane, but he does peel off at some point and um, uh, disappears in the grub hall. After some time, you find your way back toward the dais. Mm -hmm. Say the word you need to. And down comes, floats the uh, void spire. Friends are inside. Walk in silently. 
So, I believe we are to dispose of them, Mr. Smith. All right. Um, that's fine. Listen, I got to break down this spell. I got to speak to the other professors and uh, see if they can give me some information. You said somebody was looking for me? Oh, yeah. Nice, uh, Grandmaster. Yeah. You got oh. an ETA or what? Uh, uh, not yet. Uh, still got to figure out all the details. Right, how long does that take? Uh, this is a lot of guesswork, Ty. Don't know. Right, but are we talking hours or days or months, years? Short as I can possibly make the time without killing everybody. How's that? Right. Well, uh... Need anything done? Maybe I can go and do some reconnaissance. Me and Lane can pop back. Uh... Maybe, actually. We need a couple pieces of information that we don't know right now. Okay. Uh... We need to figure out where Loving Queen is, um... And Creighton, and... Creighton's dead. What? What? Yeah. <gasps> Lane saw it happen. That's oh. how he busted you out. Yeah. Well, that's Ooh. huge. Yeah, how? Uh, they hung him. What? They what? what? That's what all the commotion was about. The voice of the God King? They hung the voice of the God King? Why? Uh, I don't know. You have to ask Lane. Who is his replacement? I don't know. I just found out he was dead. That was good enough for me. I can go with you. Suppose we can go and ask some people. Yeah. See yeah. what the word on the street is. Uh. Graydon is dead. He ain't part of the spell, is he? No. Well, I mean, he was going well, I mean, to be. I guess yeah, not a component. I guess it's now easier. Maybe, uh, potentially. Uh, I think we need to figure out why this happened first. Yeah. You keep working on this, Smith. We'll go find this information. What else do you need? The ley line. Yeah. We need confirmation that... Well, I guess that it exists, and... And we need to. Do you to... have any ideas on how we prove that? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Okay. Uh, it's here of Jailoon. It'll probably get blown up. You definitely shouldn't be touching it when you try to use it on the ley line. Okay. Do we have any tears of Jailoon in the academy? Anything at all? Yeah, they were part of the 
void machine that Brother Sykes had used. Do we have mm-hmm. anything that maybe perhaps could be uh, sacrificed? Uh, exactly. I don't know. Because uh, it's never been done before. I would have to sit down and think about it for a while, but much in the same way I made those items before, I could possibly make a um, some sort of de- detection uh, wand, you know? Um, uh, a bit more rudimentary than I suppose you'd expect from a a magical wand, but I'm thinking maybe if I just get, uh, you know, like a, a small shard of Geolune and uh, affix it onto, uh, you know, like a stick, we could use it and perhaps use it as a dowsing rod to find our way to one of these uh, ley lines and it might explode, it might not, it might glow, but uh, it might help us find what we need to get. Yeah. I do have one um, that you could use. Um, there are not... Uh, any uh, freely available except for what I know, and um, and you see as uh, as uh, Brother Sykes makes his way over toward that device, and he picks one up off of the um, that platform uh, where they sort of sit nestled in one of the uh, inserts. He takes one out about the size of a baseball, and uh, he then passes it over in your direction, Jet. Ah. Um, uh. This is all we can really... And you would not mind losing this? If it's a part of... ending all of this, then yes. I may not oh, have no, to lose... No, I don't. I may not have to use all of it. I, I, I just need to use it as a material to create this wand. Very well. Use what you need. Okay. I would like to get down to that as soon as possible. Um, I'm sorry, what the fuck is a ley line? Why do we need a wand to find it? It's a power source for the spell. And how are we supposed to find it? We use, these. use the geolune on it, right? Right. Um, think of ley lines like veins in... Imagine the spine is an arm and the ley lines are running down it like an artery. Uh, it is what creates all the power that, I suppose, makes the grass green and, uh, you know, all that. And, uh, well, we need to find exactly one of these and we can use it to power the spell. Well, we're just going to walk around until the uh, thousand one goes off. We have our maps. We have a general idea of where it's going to be. We've more or less in our journey actually triangulated where it's supposed to be. Uh, it shouldn't be too much of a, a, a hassle to find where the ley line might sit closest to the shore and then go towards uh, Evervale and just know using our maps uh, exactly where it is. Mr. Tai, are you not good with maps? I'm perfectly fine with maps. Right. I'm well, proud of a ley line. Okay. But maybe perhaps if you're not too busy, once we have got what we need, you can help because I am utterly useless. Uh, when we find these locations, you could maybe perhaps mark them so that we know exactly where we're going to the city, you know? Uh, if we're, I don't know how wide ley lines are. The world is large, but magic is growing ever 
so fleeting. So Maybe we need to find knows? one from here to there. We know that one goes from here to there. As for where exactly it is, and the direct angle of trajectory. We have an idea, but that's it. Okay, but we have so a pretty good idea. I imagine. A history with advantage, Jet. A history with advantage. Mm -hmm. Okay. Go ahead, PB. Sorry. Uh, okay. Bro, 20? 18. 18. Uh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, you remember. For some reason, you keep uh, your mind keeps going back to nine years, and okay. the interaction you had with Sidey Six. Okay. And uh, looking at the map, there is, of course, uh, charcoal circles across uh, various locations. Some with question marks next to them, but one of them that seems to be confirmed, or at least has two double circles around it, is Nine Years. So, we assumed a long time ago that Site 6, Site 6, the, uh, tree, the, the, the tree person who helped us before, might be or might have been born at one of these locations. So, we could head there first. I don't know if a ley line exists near where we are in the shorelines of Pendulum, but if it does... We could mark where it is between here and nine years, and then that would help us even greater uh, to uh, find the direction, the angle to get to uh, where the ley line approaches the city, no? I don't know I hope I'm making sense. I fucking trade, do I? Ah, uh, um, I suppose, yes. Right. What happens if it gobbles us up again? I suppose just don't smoke near him. He'll be okay. All right, so... We find the ley line. We find out who replaced Creighton. Make sure the God King's in the fucking castle. And then what? I can't believe they killed Creighton. And they I hung him, too. I may have seen it. You remember, Jet, that they beheaded him. Right. It was no hanging. It was, uh... They cut his head off in the square. That's even stranger. Why? That'll do the trick, won't it? Yeah, but, um... If he displeased them in some way, they would do it discreetly? They die in action or something. Doing it publicly implies maybe he... Punishment. Yeah, maybe he defected. Maybe he was... I, I mean, that seems... far too... Public. But I mean, think about it, Smith. Like, if... They did it publicly and took his head... It's sending a message to the rest of the Sworn. But what message? What did Creighton do? You make a big leap saying that Creighton defected. We don't know anything. I, that's what I mean. I'm just saying it would have to be something of that magnitude. We can find out. Yeah, we'll find out. 
Or at least we can find out what they're saying. Yeah. Usually it's the opposite. I definitely don't think he defected in any way. If he but, defected, we'd know about it. Yeah. Or someone like Lorcan would. If yeah. Lorcan got his hands on Creighton. It's got to be something else, but... Calling. But whatever it is might help us a great deal. All right. That... Those are the two things, I suppose, that we need to know. Okay. Uh, th- and I guess three things now. Um... And, uh, and then I need to break this spell apart and figure out how to do it all, I guess. But I think with the help of some of the other brothers here, we can, um, manage to get this figured out. Are we telling Matazar? I think at this point we probably should. if he tries to shut it down he won't I already hinted at it at the very least and maybe he can help get us some of this information if he can save us time then great he is a little bit uh, scared at the moment he said that he's put stuff in place to defend this place should they uh, come for pendulum should have always been in place. Yeah. Yeah, well. It would have come for them eventually anyway. Maybe you should find out what that is. Because for all we know, it's a fucking bell on a string. Yeah. The old geezer's batshit. Alright, you tell me where to go and what to do. And I yeah. probably need to take Lane with me because he's starting to... Uh, I'm going. Get a little... But- we would need to go together, but I would need some time to make this, uh, this wand. Let me... Some time. Let me at least speak with the the others first. Make a copy of this so they can help me break it down, and I'll do what I can come with you. Okay. Alright, tomorrow then, maybe? Yeah. Uh, um, without sleep, sure, yes. Or maybe the day after, um, you know. Uh, I just want something to tell Lane because he's starting to look like a bulldog. Right. Um. Day after, it would depend on when I get down to it, but it shouldn't be that difficult. Uh, Dungeon Master, there isn't mm-hmm. a particular item in I'm trying to make here. I'm not trying to make like a wand of secrets or anything like that, which I could make in seconds. I'm just trying mm-hmm. to narratively make a um. Well a wand of Leyland detection using uh-huh. the concepts a that we've described. Wand of magic detection? I, I I can make that in seconds, but... Uh, yeah, but you want oh, to specify something. Right, just yeah. a single-use thing that maybe yep. perhaps, you know, yeah, exactly. You want to alter, you want to do what Smith is doing with this scroll, but you want to do it with the, your theory about this wand. Uh, you want to alter it and um, deviate from uh, what it is meant to do your benefit here which is fine yeah go ahead and make me a um uh go ahead and make me an arcana okay as you sort of think and ruminate on ideas about this only a four i had ten sorry ten um it'll take you a couple of days 
Okay. You would think. Um, it, I'm sorry, maybe not a couple of days, but a couple of hours for certain. Um, after you create the wand of, of magic detection, you're going to then need to alter it. And that may be of various different things to do. Um, but uh, you will have, roll me a d4. Okay. Roll one d4. One. One. You will have one charge on this after you uh, start to... Once you transmog and deviate from your regular magic detection wand, it will only have one charge, but it will be one that is 100% okay. certain. Well, once we find the ley line, it should be okay. Then I can maybe perhaps just use a normal wand of magic sure. detection. Yeah. It have That's the signature. Theory. Yeah, that should work. Okay. All right. I also don't want to use the entire orb for this because, you know, like, if possible. I don't mm, want yeah. to use up his resources. Yeah, yeah. The whole thing. Yep. Yes. Jed. Yes. Uh, so I started to work on something for you, too. Uh, oh. Yeah. Uh, I took the measurements for your your arm. Oh, oh yes. Um, yeah, I'll get... I'll, I'll work something out before we go. Might oh, okay. help speed things up a little bit. Thank you. Thank you. Um. All right, I, I'm going to go get to work now. <laughs> all right, I'll try and be quick and uh, make the rounds here. all on somewhere to sit Russia what's going through your mind um it's nice to see jet excited about something uh you know about working on a problem and figuring it out yeah uh it's a little bit strange but wonderful to see Smith coming up with a crazy fucking plan because in episode one or, you mm. know, the f first little bit when I said, let's blow up the fucking mountain, he was like, are you kidding me? That's insane. And now he's like, let's blow up the castle. And mm -hmm. it just feels like, you know, Smith in episode one would never have done that. Yeah. And yeah. It's, so it's like crazy to see how he has grown. Um, and poor Ty just feeling like he's got to do something. <laughs> yeah, antsy. Um, yeah, he's just antsy, which is a cute. Um, yeah, that's it. It is a cute. Yeah, cute. as um, yeah, as, as uh, I think you take all this in, Varsha, and you sort of, however, you may react by looking at Smith as Smith is uh, divulging into these notes, and um, I believe there's also still uh, Sykes who's uh, looking through some of his notes and feeling through some of the pages. Um, and uh, I think in the back corner of this room, there's uh, 
there's Jet holding the like the crystal, but like also looking through these shelves, much like an elementary lab, uh, where there's like a whole bunch of equipment, but not sure which or how to use any of it. But there is something here that will help. Um, as uh, as uh, Jet is trying to like find something that will m maybe help deviate, whether it be a couple of other um, uh, plates with different uh, runic circles on it, or whether it be uh, some sort of Bunsen burner type situation, there is some, there's, there has to be a way to break down the material and you're sort of watching this sort of go through the mind of Jet as Jet is trying to uh, figure out how to alter this item that he plans to create. As uh, then you look over toward um, Ty, who is Relaxing and I guess casually, I shouldn't say relaxing, casually smoking a cigarette. Yeah, I'll go um, over and probably um, spend time with Ty because they know what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. As, uh, and you know, in his mind, he may look on the surface right now, the in the iceberg that is uh, Ty's brain, that it is, he seems to be bored and casually smoking, but there is definitely something uh, boiling under the surface. Um, not necessarily bad, but there's definitely activity there. Um, and you could tell by how he looks at the cigarette and how he looks up at you. Uh, and I think that is where we are going to end tonight's episode. Got excited and pressed so many buttons. Hi, everybody. We're back. I think there's audio. Is there audio? There's audio. Check, check, check. Uh, okay. Hello. Sorry about that. Uh, we had a wacky, weird technical difficulties in the middle of that. Uh, and, Don't blame it on me. Um, do I'm, I'm going to blame it on. I'm going to blame it on. <laughs> if we had, it was it was so wacky, and I'm not sure why it was. Uh, I'm not even sure what the even Stephen happened, but it was something wacky. Anyway, um, I hope you're all doing well. Uh, we're going to go around and uh, chat about the episode and stuff. Uh, I hate shout-outs. I'm so bad at them. Let's go to, over to Wack. Hi, everybody. I'm Wack Steven. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today. I played Smith for you. Hopefully you, uh, you had a good time. Um, and um, I, I loved uh, making Smith's little journey. Um through something that he actually enjoys doing and he probably does not actually realize that he is actually so enjoying this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um uh it's um it's it's a very interesting thing to to play and I it was the only way that I imagined I could take Smith so that he would kind of find happiness in his own way. Yeah. Um, because he's not looking for it. Yeah. It's just yeah. like one of those things where he, you know, wakes just, up in six yeah. months and goes, oh my God, I like, I'm, I'm actually satisfied with what I'm doing. I mean, assuming the plan goes well and yeah, nobody um, dies. Yeah. A lot of ifs there. Um, but, yeah. uh, yeah, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's pretty, you know, he's, he's always been a confident guy. Yeah. Um, and he's got a lot of, uh, 
he, he you know he feels like he's got he understands how all this stuff works it's just a matter of putting everything in the right place mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so that's his approach to life like i guess if you can break everything down into these smaller problems then you can actually tackle them um so that's what i've been trying to do with him um and i hope you've enjoyed it and um yeah uh trying to do a lot of problem solving i guess this is a lot of uh mental gymnastics mm-hmm. here to make all this stuff work I'm it was a lot my, of fun doing doing like, my best <laughs> magic and like science theory today it was super fun to just be like okay how is this going to work um, which helped me a lot too. Maximum like, I, brain power, by the way. It's yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, I have to turn it up to, to, it up to twelve. That's what was Brad, happening to me too. It Brad, was a lot of fun to Brad figure posted out and, yeah. the the uh, the Doc Brown uh, yeah. thinking cap thing. <laughs> I yeah. was like, yes, that is exactly uh-huh. that is exactly what's happening <laughs> that's, right now. That's what's happening. There was a lot. Um, there was a lot to think about and to go on, and it was it was really helpful for me because I needed to figure out. Like, I know where we kind of want to go with this. But how we are going to get there and yeah. what that means. I'm trying to convince. You know? I I I'm trying to convince Myth and Smith is trying to convince Brother Sykes yeah, yeah, at the yeah, same yeah. time. Yeah, so it was really good. Yeah. Parallel roads there. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was fun. Um, and yeah, I do a bunch of stuff here on Table Story. Uh, I run another or two shows. Uh, 100 Club on Mondays. That is a uh, dark comedy. It's sci fantasy. Uh, and we're kind of like, uh, you know, nearing the end of that show. Um, so make sure you check that out. Uh, we are in the middle of a big race um, that is a lot of fun. Make sure you check that out on Mondays at 4 p.m. Eastern. And um, on Thursdays, uh, tomorrow, we are doing Ashes of Eriador, which is Lord of the Rings inspired um, uh, one ring system. Uh, adventure make sure you check that out pp's on that too uh as well as meyer and uh murgles and aaron black and fairlight excalibur go check that out that's gonna be uh, 4 p.m eastern tomorrow should be great and yeah thank you so much uh thank you meyer go next hey hello my name is meyer and i played jet today and uh, today was a really uh like yeah a lot of just steam coming out of my ears even when i wasn't on camera just thinking about stuff so i apologize if i'm just like (laughs) <laughs> Even when I'm on camera, I'm just like, okay, but what if the magic doesn't work? Oh, no. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm looking forward to where this goes and uh, what the team are going to discover as we move on down towards Evervale and to yeet uh, the God King and his wife uh, into I, space. I, I want that to happen so bad. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Holy shit. It seems it's just ever since it was brought up, I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> so. Yeah, you can yeah. find me at twitch.tv forward slash Meyer, where I'm doing gaming news nowadays, as well as following the, the, the development of Star Citizen. And in the nights, we do wild RP stuff. Um, so it's 4 p.m. Uh, UTC for new stuff and uh, 12 p.m. midnight UTC for wild RP stuff. It's the time. Um, and yeah, otherwise, you can find me here on Table Story on Tuesdays, where I'm on Kingmakers at 9 p.m. UTC with PB and a whole bunch of cool people. Uh, today is Wednesday, of course, for Spellwind. Thursdays, we have Ashes with Whack. And that's it from me. And uh, Brad. Perfect. Hello there. My name is Brad. Um, I wasn't in this one much, but it was. <laughs> nope, just weren't here. Good <laughs> idea, because there is nothing that Ty can really do. He also hates the Spellwind. And yep. I don't think has any interest in 
listening to them calculate this spell. <laughs> I don't think he even knows if he has faith in the spell working, even if they figure it out. He's kind of expecting this to be a situation where they're going to run into this it's thing, try and do it, it's not going to work, yeah. and they're going to have to try and cut off a bunch of heads anyway. Um, but he's also just kind of still uh, just in his own head, furious and bloodlusted. And also, I fucking hated that forest with site six <laughs> like mm-hmm. like brad knows that it wasn't as horrific uh but tyre was it was a t- pretty bad experience <laughs> it was <a> horrific <laughs> fire yeah. and then the, the everyone Face got eaten spider. by a tree and yep. it was just it was horrific for him so um having to go back and face that i almost rolled a deception check i just didn't want to distract everyone when you yeah. mentioned going back to it, I was literally just like, I should maybe roll a deception to see whether Ty is like he like if he yeah. keeps his call and he's still just like, Yeah, whatever, but really he's like, Fuck, I don't want to go back there. <laughs> yeah. Make a cool roll. Um Yeah, but I have a plus eleven in deception, so I thought, fuck it. He, he <laughs> That's true. Um, Twenty one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, he spent his whole life lying to the swan, ain't he? No idea what you're talking about, Governor. I don't know what you're saying. He, he, he stabs him. It's um, <laughs> um, time. We all know no time. Yeah, but this this was fun to um, observe the the spell coming together, and um, yeah, I'm curious. I'm curious about what happens next time. How we pull everything in, do this spell. Um, my name is Brad. Don't worry about anything that i'm streaming because there's a new show on sunday this week on table story which is gm'd by me uh it also has uh two of these wonderful people in my favorite two people here wax steven and maya are in <laughs> i fucking knew it dude. show um as well as as soon as you said favorite people i was like oh boy here Discord. it goes <laughs> Um, so if you want to see um, a Star Wars this it'll be a, a Fantasy Flight Games or the Genesis system the um, cast has finally been revealed the cast has finally been mm-hmm. revealed there has been no secrets about this show the entire time and I don't know why everyone has been acting like it's like oh I'm going to find out something about it there's really no secrets about it it's uh, just this is where they're all like really this it's not going to be them. We're going to go in there. And <laughs> yeah, it's going to be so a completely different cast. Uh, uh, dude, imagine. Yeah, how funny would that be? Um, it's going to be the Marvel Universe. So much effort. <laughs> <laughs> so much effort and all the artwork and everything, you know, to make it <laughs> yep. look like you yeah. guys, but it's not. Um, not. Yeah, just with completely different people. Uh, but yeah, there's a Star Wars show. It's called um, Rise of the Apprentice, and it starts on Sunday at 9 p.m. UK time, which is 4 p.m eastern uh so tune in if you want to see some star wars stuff don't worry if you don't know the system no one does not even us <laughs> yeah so <laughs> tune in on sunday for the premiere of that or catch it on all of the vods and things in uh on uh youtube and stuff all right that's it bye Hell yeah. PB's bye thank you pb hi i'm here on uh tuesdays jamming kingmakers which is like a reverse isekai is that right whack uh, where our knights in shining armor got transported to Manhattan, and you should totally watch it because it's fucking awesome. And um, wow, yeah, spoilers. totally, absolutely. Well, massive I mean, spoilers. just uh, yeah. Well, massive spoilers. Yeah, massive spoilers. <laughs> Whatever. Don't bother you should come it, and then. watch it. It's fucking great. Um, and then what else? Oh yeah, and they all said Wednesdays, Thursdays, but new show, new show, new show. Play the trailer. Who cares about what I'm doing? That's it. All I right. Gotta go. Bye. Okay. Uh, all right. 
All right, and I, I have to play the trailer. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Way to go, PB. PB played nope. an executive order card. <laughs> She's forcing me to order do it. Order 66. Execute the trailer. <laughs>